0: Welcome to the 10x Better Show podcast. In this podcast, we'll be talking about insider secrets to building an online business that finances your dream life. Now, you're wondering what is your dream life, right? I'm very sure every one of you listening to this particular podcast right now have a particular dream, a particular goal, or something that you want to achieve. I mean, maybe you want to travel around the world, you want to have the biggest house you want to build a mansion you want to have a lot of cars you definitely there is no one who is listening to this podcast right now who doesn't have a particular goal a particular dream that he or she wants to achieve well this is what the 10 minutes better show is all about we'll be sharing insider secrets that will help you to build an online business that can finance your dream life so whatever that dream life may be for you then you need to listen to the 10x Better Show podcast for you to learn strategies on how you can build your online business to finance it. Yeah, welcome to another episode of the 10X Better Podcast. It's so great to have everyone here. Speaking right here is Ogulu YG at DOE and I'm here with my co-host, Andrew Afolayan. We also have a special a special speaker here with us and we'll be introducing him very, very soon. He's going to be talking to us about what you all know we like to discuss in the Ten X Better Podcast about um financial freedom, online businesses, um, having um having different skills that you can work with. So we, are, we have a special speaker here with us who will be taking, who will be treating some topics with us, who will be talking to us about an online business that you can market, an online business that can help you to achieve financial freedom. All right, so let me introduce our guest speaker. After I introduce our guest speaker, then I'm going to hand over right to Andrew so that we can continue with the podcast. So right here, we have... um An expert in his industry is a freelance content writer and is specifically an health content writer. All right. I think we must have discussed about having different niches when you are a content writer. So he is specifically in the health industry and he writes content about health, um, anything related to health. So his name is Samuel Oluwa Shola. You can check him out on LinkedIn. He's an else content writer and he's going to be talking to us about marketing yourself as a freelance writer. So it's one thing for you to be a freelance writer. It's another thing for you to know how to market yourself. So somebody is going to be giving us tips and strategies on how we can market ourselves as a freelance writer. So I'm going to hand over to my co-host, um, Andrea Foligno. is going to take over and is going to officially welcome Mr. Samuel Olua Shola into the podcast just as I have done. All right, Andrew, you can take over.
1: Okay, all right. Um thank you, um, um Ogulua. So with us, like she said, we have someone with us to um easiest so way we could have um conversations on how as a freelance writer you can market yourself, you know. Get clients, um, build a brand for yourself on all the various social media platforms, um, get clients, negotiate with clients, or um, ability to balance multiple projects between each client. so is generally going to share with us his experience in terms of being a freelance writer, especially since he's in a particular niche, which is the eth niche. So he is going to uh, share maybe resources or tools or any advice that he has so as to ensure that you as a listener, you can benefit and you can start making money as a freelance writer. So somewhere it's nice to have you on this um, show. When on Facebook, I was like, you know, I was... I was telling you that um your journey was very interesting because uh yes. when I when I was doing my research on you, I noticed that you studied um economics like something like that in the university. Yes. And right now you you are a freelance writer. So so my question now is like, okay, what made you venture into an online business? Like okay, something like freelancing, learning a digital skill like writing. So what made you venture into that? Like what's proposed that? Because we all have our reasons. I have my reasons why I started um, tr- trying to t- trying to um, started building a business online, start making money online. So what prompted you to, to venture into freelancing and writing in particular?
2: I would say the need to be relevant. You okay. Know? Um, the, 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 in this part of the world, we, yeah. we live in a world where, you know, you want you to go to school. Okay, after school, you go out and look for a white-collar job. You understand? So, and over the years, I've seen the trend. How, how companies retrench people, you know, just sack you without giving you prior notice, all those things. You understand? Yeah, yeah yes. So, let me just say, job security, job security one, yeah. uh, and also the need the need to be relevant, too. Also, I I am an online person in the sense that I, uh, I use most social media platforms and I see what people are, what other people are doing. Okay. I see all these people, you know, young people making impacts, you know, doing several things, and I'll be like, Sam, you can do you can do this, you can even do better. Yeah. And I there was the, the day I joined LinkedIn. There was this lady I saw, Omobareen or something. I, I can't remember. Her name. Omobareen. Yes, yes, Omobareen. Yes. So one of our, one of that was the first. Um, I think the first time um, online, uh, this thing I joined. So she, she, she was saying something about selling the skills. The skills you have, you can make money out of it. If you to, because if you go online now, how to make hamala? Yeah. You find, you find someone who has written something on it. Sure. How to cook stew, maybe any particular stew or anything. you see somebody who must have written something about it and they'll they package it, you know, sell it to people. People will buy because there are some yeah. people who do not know how to sell this thing, who do not know how to prepare these things. So if you know how to, you know, uh, if you are good at something, there's a way you can package it. Once you package it, you know, you sell it to people that are in need of it because there's no shortage of uh, demand for all the, most of those things we'll go online to, to get. People, people are always in need of something. So, you need to sell my skills and to make money out of it and you need to be relevant in the future because once you have these skills there will, there's always someone out there who will need your 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 your, your expertise, someone who will need you know, need you to do this or do that for him or you know her. You understand? So, those are the three things that actually made me to. Okay, let me see. Everybody can write.
3: Mm-hmm. But there's
2: a twist to, you know, it's not just about putting pen to paper and just write. There are tricks to it. There are, are, are procedures. Yeah, so they are I, I sat, I, yeah I sat down. Okay, what can I do? I saw content. I saw uh, copywriting. I saw uh, digital web marketing. Development. Okay. Web, web development. development IT, yeah. IT UX, yeah. UX, UI design. All those things. And I sat down. Okay, what can I even... Out of all these things, um, because there was this... Uh, I stumbled on one post online that's skills you, skills you can you can uh, learn they will pay you for life. You understand? So I, I saw the, I saw the list, a lot of them, and then I now picked content writing and copywriting. So out of that, uh, yeah, so I picked copywriting and content writing. So when I now picked it, I had made my research, and I found out that, okay, LinkedIn is somewhere, I can actually learn this thing. Um, Ogolu, I don't know if you can remember. Okay. There was this, uh, is it African, something you you were invited to to. to to talk to us about content strategy and um
0: is it okay. African? I
2: can't remember, African something. No, it's
0: not African. Can you remember? Um, not really. When I remember I we'll mention it. Cityscope uh, Africa. Yes, yes,
2: scopes. Cityscope Africa, yes.
0: Yeah.
2: I was part I was part of that um part of that um audience that listened to you. Are you are you, you know, told us you know about content strategy, content ideas. You know how to what to share. Sometimes if you are lost, you don't know what to write. You know there are things you can actually write about. So I was yeah. So I was trying to build myself gradually. I was building yeah. myself gradually. You know taking lessons. You know about how to write content. You understand? So I even took lessons from um, what is his name again? Um. Oche. Okay. Oche writes. Oche. Oche writes. Okay. I was one one of his thing I I I I I signed up. Even, uh, uh, is it Victor Ye- Yekobab? Yekobab, is his name? Chinedu, yes. So those are, those are people I, I, I look up to, and I was following their footsteps. So the, the moment I, the moment, what, what what made me to now move into health is because now, there are a lot of when it comes to content writing, you can write for any, anybody. Yeah. You can write for any brand, me, any, this thing. So, but there was a need for me to niche down you understand? the need for me to now niche down okay what is it what am i even good at and when you are niching down you need to, you need to niche down into something you you might not have 100% knowledge or maybe 80% knowledge but at least you have basic knowledge or something about it so that at least when you are writing you know what to write so since i have little knowledge about okay health a little just little because i can't compare myself with all those uh, medical writers or me- medical practic- uh, practitioners who are medical yeah. writers, you understand? Even, even school, medical yeah. med- even medical professionals. Do you know that there's this uh, this in, um, internship I'm doing now? We still have medical writers, uh, medical professionals who who are in the, in the same class with me, because they they want to do what? They want to learn how to write, how to how to write medic uh, medical uh, articles, medical articles. Yeah. So just like I said earlier, it's not a, just about writing. When there are procedures, there are tips, there are steps that you can write, but for someone who has the knowledge already, who is in the medical line, it's very easy. But for me, because I already, I already had just little knowledge about it, so I was able to, you know, okay, let me just stay, stick with my, um, let me stick with health. Yeah. You understand? So that was how yeah. I now ventured into health writing. So and I took some lessons too. I paid, and um, and I'm still paying as well. I still go to Udemy to still take, up, take some courses, short courses, take some, you know. It's, it's very, very helpful. Because I know these days, some people, they don't want to pay. They just want to get the exam. And uh, they start seeing the money. It's not possible. Actually, let me let me even bust your bubble. Okay. The first health lesson I took, Yeah. I was broke. I was like damn broke. Someone paid for mm-hmm. me. I was damn broke. Someone paid $20,000. No, 15, the money was $20,000. But someone paid $15,000 for me. I told the person, okay, this is what I want to do. And I said, okay, since I want to use, I want to do this. And I want to get money out of it. I'll be making money out of it. So, okay, let me help you.
3: So, the mm. person helped me.
2: and paid. And I balanced it. Because the person saw the zeal in me. Saw that, yeah. okay, I need, I I want to, I want to make a difference. I want to be different from where I was before. You understand? So, the person helped me. You understand? So, when it comes to all these things, you need to, there, there needs to be a will and a zeal. From your experience, what are
1: the challenges do you think the person can face as a writer, as a freelance writer? What are the challenges?
2: that you mm. face and how you overcome them number 1 sometimes i get uh my head gets clouded and i don't even have don't have idea of what to write you know mm-hmm. i i try out to write something but i don't know i don't know i don't know what to write as in, a lot of things are just coming a lot of things are just rushing through my head and i cannot you know write down you know, we call this writers block, uh, block. yeah you want to write something. You know what you want to write. But what to start with, I have to start it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it, will not, it will not flow like it will not flow the way you want it. You understand? A lot of things. And I think what, what, what causes that a lot what causes that is this that when you have too much of information on your head at the same time and you're not putting it down. Okay, you not you're not writing it. Down. it you're, not, okay. you're not jotting it down. Okay, like you have this, you know, you can be walking, walking on the road, an idea just comes you know through your mind. You of you to pick your phone or maybe just jot it down somewhere. You say, okay, when I get to. And maybe when you get to, and that thing comes up again, you be like, okay, ah, yeah. okay, no worries, When I, I'll jot it down. You understand? So when is that time for you to not write? You know, in your head, you're already thinking, okay, how can I develop this thing? How can I develop it? You know? And that's how you get a writer's block. A lot of things. When you have too much of things, you're know, you processing a lot of things at the same time. You understand? So when you're processing a lot of things at the same time, you, you, there's chances that uh, you get writer's block. So the second one is um, getting um, clients. Yeah,
3: hmm.
2: yeah, getting clients. <laughs> it's, it's something you know we all still battle, even the professionals we all still battle it. But there, there there are channels, there are ways you can go about it. You know when you build your funnel, you, know, you create content. You create content that doesn't that not that doesn't sound salesy. You know like you create you want to sell maybe I want to sell you a. A drug now, and I'm telling you, okay, come and buy this drug. It can help you do this. It can help you do that. You know, most people will, oh, this guy, this guy has come again with this. Let me just, let me just scroll, scroll away. You understand? Yeah. But if you create, if you create a problem around that product you're selling, you know, just general problem that people can actually relate with. Yeah. You understand? Once you create, once you create that problem, you know, people as, oh, I've I've experienced this before. Oh, yeah. Or I know someone who has experienced this before or oh, I've experienced this before, then you now bring solutions. To, solutions. Now, you will now bring your product as a solution. You just bring normal solution that people can do. Then you cannot bring your product, okay, that you can offer social service, or you can do this, you can do that. Now, people, people can now say, okay, this is what you do, this is what you do. And also, you must also um, make people see you, like, have an authority in that field. That's where branding comes in. You understand? Branding. Actually, when I started, I didn't have any idea about brand. I just thought maybe branding was just for um uh what is it called for big companies and everyone knew even small scale people can they need branding you understand they need to position themselves you know as an authority in that field or in whatever they do so it was late i think late last last year around October before I started you know seeing people you know talking more about it i I was you know I was now attracted to it. So I I found that it's not just a, a big company, even you as a freelancer, I said, you, you need you need branding. You need to brand yourself. You need to package yourself. Package everything about you. Why did I go to Ogoluwa to, to to learn this thing, or why did I go to Ochi and uh, uh, Z Victor? What's his name again? Because I've seen them as um like like the, uh, oh like an authority in that field. What they're talking about, I've seen them, okay, this, this person, I think this person is good. Let me, let me go and learn from this person. You understand? So as a freelancer, you need to brand yourself. So dealing with customer, dealing with, um, uh, what would I call it now? Um, costum, um, getting, getting customers goes a long way. It has a lot of things attached to it. You understand? So that's that for, for that. Then um, also losing customers, losing clients. As you get clients, sometimes you lose them. You can't help it. Some customers are not just satisfied. If you do this, do that, they're not just satisfied. In fact, you even go the extra mile to make them comfortable and do extra, maybe just like a gift. They see and they still won't be satisfied. You understand? So once you notice that, just let just let the customer go. And also, um, setting boundaries or work overload. Yeah, work overload. Work overload like um, you have lots of things you want to do. You have lots of like for me. If I have lots of articles I want to write. Maybe five articles, maybe within two weeks. And I'm like, ah, how do I How do I get this done within two weeks? You understand? So you need to manage your manage yourself. You need to you need to be flexible as well, and set boundaries. Because if you take up jobs, you you can't handle or you can't deliver. You know that that's that's a, that's a problem to your brand. That means they will see you as oh this person can't won't deliver. This person can't deliver. Don't worry. Don't don't let us give this person this job. One of the problems freelancers. Maybe new freelancers we encounter or might encounter is um, payment of payment for their services. You know, sometimes we, when, when my first um, my first client, I think ripped, ripped me of uh, I think four hundred and something dollars. Actually, I was paid. We agreed on I think
3: this um, six hundred six hundred dollars or something to write the article for him. So he paid he paid two hundred. You know. So the intention was to pay the many four hundred and something dollars after he must have received the the article. I did the article I submitted? He just ghosted me. Okay. He ghosted he ghosted me and I
2: didn't get anything from him. I sent me several messages, you know, calls, trying to call him on WhatsApp, nothing. I got nothing. So. You need you as a freelancer you need freelancer, you need a verified like a verified system where or a verified channel where you can actually get your payments, you know, before and after your after delivering um what
0: is it called, delivering your job. Which freelance platform did you use? You said your first client duped you of almost four hundred dollars. What freelance platform did you have that um business?
3: Okay.
2: Up to now I do not have a I do not have the what is it called Upwork account.
3: Okay.
2: I do not have an Upwork. Account. I have I, I have all the details to open it. Everything. I have the tricks, you know, tips, and all those things. But I just focused on LinkedIn alone because LinkedIn is, is it's a good mine. A lot of things happen there, and a lot of things will continue to happen. Yeah. That's so what I did was just you know create content around my niche. I used LinkedIn to get my clients or most of my clients. Okay. Some don't even engage my posts. They don't engage with my posts. Some will just read, come to my inbox, send me a message. Oh, I like what you do. Um, Okay, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? And some, or most times, I do outreach. What I mean by outreach is, um, you know your potential customer. You know who they are. You know website owners, that's for me, website owners, you know, nurses, doctors, you know, Blog owners and health brands. So what I do is I go on, on I go to my search button, to my search section on LinkedIn, and I search for, you know, this. I can search for editors. I can search for um, medical medical doctors. I can search for health brands I can search for nurses. So I will go into their profiles and see what they are doing wrong. Understand? So like for for health brand, health brand is supposed to. You're posting or creating content around you know around what they do else and creating you know trying to sell their products if possible or making their voice heard but if you now see a brand who who just posts motivational posts you know post the uh, happy new year post the uh, I'm not saying you don't post happy new year but you see most of the most of the posts on that on that page doesn't correspond with what the what that brand stands for. You know that's that's a no no for me so that's that's so for so for me it's 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 like a uh what would i call it now it speaks my interest i pick interest in that in that in that brand i, I note it down I, I write the name down and listen so i continue my search so i have lists for brands i have lists for individuals maybe nurses or doctors so once i'm done with that much research then i'll sit down draft my my sales speech okay you understand if i'm connected with them already. I just you know try and create try to be friendly, you know, talk to them and say something something unique about their page or something. So they pick interest in maybe for 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 example, a maybe a nurse, maybe she posts maybe that she a daughter or daughter celebrating her birthday or something. I can just once I see that I'll use that.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh I how is your daughter doing an happy birthday to her this and I found out that you're doing this doing that oh that's lovely. So how long have you been on LinkedIn? All those things. So I wouldn't attack her with what she's not doing straight up. Okay. But I'll try to, be, you know, try to be friendly, try to be warm. So that once I come in with, okay, yeah, you know, you can do this. You can do that and make money out of it. Uh, you know, this is a health brand. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to create content around what you do. And there there and then, the person might now be prompted to so, say, oh, I'm always busy. I'm always this. I don't have time to create content. So can you do can you do that for me? Or what do you think I can do? That's when... You can now sell yourself.
3: Hmm. You no, know?
2: okay. Sell yourself to, to to that person. So it's it's it's, it's that important. Is that is that it's not that easy, but yeah. that, that's just what I do. So I I only use link for now. I use LinkedIn. I don't have any other. I want to create. I want to like um create an authority, or uh, yeah, in that field on LinkedIn first. Then I can now move to other maybe Facebook, um, Fiverr. Uh, Upwork and other and the rest, but on LinkedIn, I only use LinkedIn for now. Okay, so that's
3: it.
0: That's actually an impressive strategy because I mean, LinkedIn gives you an edge. By the time you actually send in a DM to that particular notes that you're reaching out to, they can also check out your profile and see the kind yes. of person that you are, so they will be more inclined to listen to you. So that's yes. actually an impressive strategy. Anybody that is listening to this podcast right now, outreach is very important because I get um. I would hear people saying they don't um, they don't get clients you know you before you actually explained what you do, you know you said it's actually very tough. Even for professionals in the industry to get clients, yes, yes. so I would hear people, even newbies, you know, newbies will be complaining they haven't gotten clients without one, without knowing that maybe even a professional, so is probably going through that same issue. You get so these yes. are things that everybody, a newbie, needs to consider. That even if a client is not coming to you, you can easily do outreach, and then you can of course easily sell yourself that way. In fact, the way you explained it, it is this other person now that is asking you, "Can you help me with this?" Why? Because you've already, yes. you've already, um. Told them the issue. You've already explained some things to them, and now they are even requesting for your help, which is the, which is like the best strategy to market. And to be honest, you have to market yourself yes. in such a way that that person is is the one looking for you. That person wants you, not that you're the one begging. Yes, not that looking for the person. Yeah. So thank you for explaining that. Then another question I also want to ask you. There was there was something you posted. It's I, it's not really recent like that. Maybe like a month or two months ago. You posted about an award. No, not sorry, not an award. You published it in a magazine. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, so can you yes, yes. can you tell us the story about that? And maybe after you tell us the story, then um, Andrew would also, I know Andrew still has some questions to ask you, but can you tell us the story about that?
3: Okay.
2: As regards the the magazine, okay, it all started when, okay, after after learning the medical medical um, health content writing, okay, after I finished my health content writing class, <laughs> so I think a few months, about two months, so I was, you know, posting consistently, I was posting consistently, you know, about the health, about health. And um, so there was this guy He actually works with um, this magazine. So
3: he just came to my DM and asked me straight up that if you are, I'm just, I'm trying to say it exactly as he said.
2: If you are given, if you are giving a chance, oh, no, no.
3: He, you know, he said, do you have, Works you have written, I said yes. So I said yes. He said how many. I said I have about four or five. I said okay. Um, okay, send send
2: three. Let me see. So I sent I sent three. He reje- rejected one. He rejected it not because it wasn't okay, but it rejected it because it's it's a controversial. He um, it said it's a controversial. According to him, it, it's a controversial uh, topic. It, it has to do with sex. You understand so he he said his brand his company do not want to you know talk delve into that aspect you understand so I, I, I changed I changed it and sent him another one. So he now asked me this question that with these three articles if I'm to be in an interview right now will I will I choose to be paid for these three articles and to get published without my name being on it. That is without getting credit for for that, uh, for that, those articles. Or will I get credited for the, for those articles and I won't get paid? So which one do I want? I was like, wow, I don't understand. And I need, I was in need of money. I was like, and I already calculated if I'm to get anything from this, at least, nothing less than, um, let me see. Because I was new then, very new, fresh. So if I am to get anything, it should be around, let me see, maybe around $1,000 for those three articles, just as a newbie. And I, I was already calculating, oh, at that time, it was around, dollars was around, uh, I think around, okay, I I was already around calculating, okay, 700,000 dollars, and 700,000 there, huh. I need money, huh? I see this money, I will just be okay, you know, you understand? So, so but something told me that, okay, you know, you are new, why don't you reach out to those who, some of your friends, you you, you met on LinkedIn. So, I
3: had to meet someone, in fact, two people actually, I told them the, the first person told me that um, since and I should I should make my
2: research about the brand, and if the brand is a top health brand, that I should um I should consider it. So I said, okay, no problem. I should, but I should make my research very well. So when I make when I made my research, I found out that the they're, they're top brand, top health brand. So I was I was like, okay, that's one. Let me hear from the second person. So the second person told me the same. So I now went back, made another research, and I found out that they actually produce, or, um, or, um, yes, produce, I think, every month, magazines every month. I said, wow, this is serious. So and I went to check their previous, previous magazines they've done, and I found out that they actually feature people a lot, a lot, both young Africans who are in the health brand, a lot of people worldwide. So and I said, ah, this, is, this is an opportunity for me to, you know, put myself out there. And I can, it's a way of even marketing myself anybody that stumbles upon my magazine can say, oh, and stumbles upon that magazine and looks at my, what I've written, and I say, oh, I like this. Okay, maybe this person can actually write something for me. You know? yeah. There are various ways God can bless you. It's not just about uh, this thing. There are various ways God can bless you. So I said, okay, let me just use that as a means to advertise myself. So I, I told you, I went back to the guy, I told him, okay, I was going for the first one. I won't get paid. I'll get featured, get recognized, and this thing. So after two or three months, I just got a mail, my my LinkedIn, that um, the first uh, the first um, magazine is out. I've been featured this and that. I was like, wow. So is this so is this uh, so? At last, I've got featured in the magazine. I was so excited that mm-hmm. I did it. I think okay, was it a video? Okay, I snapped a picture and I I posted it on LinkedIn. And God made me. After I did that, a lot of people just kept sending uh, connection requests. They were just sending sending. Sending, sending. Even uh, health health professionals, they were sending, sending. Somewhere then I even got uh, clients. I got clients from oh, that too, as well.
3: Yeah.
2: I think about two two clients because okay, so you just write a, on your on your blog. So I wrote, I wrote, yes, two two clients. But I got lots loads of um, connection requests. Lots of connection requests. So that was that. Then the second the second magazine was I think last month or so. I think last month or November. I can't remember. Maybe November or last month. I can't remember. But I got featured in the second magazine and um, God be the glory came out. It, in fact, they delivered the magazine to me. It oh, the magazine was day.
0: delivered to you?
2: Yes, both magazines were delivered to me all the way from Canada.
0: Wow. That's actually huge. Like a physical copy deliver, was sent
2: to you. Yes, a physical copy was sent to me. So what they do is this. They already have, they have people who have registered. Just like if you register for a, a what is this it called now? Mm. Oh, uh, you know, there's this thing on LinkedIn that you do. What's that? That um, aside from the content you post, you can create, uh, you can be posting um, the um, the articles or something.
0: LinkedIn articles.
2: Uh, no, no. Oh, do- does it a lot?
0: Is it newsletters?
2: Yes, newsletters.
0: Okay.
2: You know newsletters now. You know, once you register for it, you know you keep getting you keep getting a, a notification. Okay, this person has written something. Yeah. To check it out. So that's out there too. Yeah, they already have people who have registered. You know, okay. they have different packages: okay. monthly, annually, you know, quarterly, even biannually. They register to get in their, their magazines. So, I was giving, I was given two of those magazines. So I'm still expecting the third one. Okay. So I'm expecting him to send me this. And there was what actually made me, what um, made me happy a lot, is that after the second one, the guy said something that I like your work. You are very detailed, and you—you—that's the way you said it. Okay. You—you—you try to cover a lot of topics in your work. When I told you initially that health is not—it's a very robust. One topic you can, in fact, you cannot exhaust it. One topic like this, there are other sub-subtopics, subtopics that you can pick, 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 like that. So I try to. to I go online, Google, and see what people are searching about those those topics. Okay, and I'll pick. You know, you know this. Um, people also ask section on Google. Yeah, yes, yeah,
0: Have part. you noticed it? Yeah, that's it's the way it gets content ideas.
2: Yeah. Yes, it's also a very very useful. So I go there. Aside from the, the main topic, you know, you see other things people are always ask, are asking. Yeah, that's like asking, an SEO.
0: Asking. I would even like to. So that's an an SEO strategy.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I I go there, pick 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 pick. Okay, pick the relevant ones, not everything. Relevant ones. So once I picked like maybe six, seven, eight, nine, ten, then I said, okay, how can I combine all these things together? So I just combine it. You know, that's the way I do it. Just write about it, write about it. So if that's my article is now posted online, anybody that's that maybe searched for that listing again, use the person. My my post will come up. You understand? Okay. My post will come up. The person gets to read it and okay, okay, this this thing. And I also back my listing with with references, nice. verified references. So the guy was happy with my job. Like, oh, you know what you're doing. Your articles are always robust like it so that really gave me that, that kind of fulfillment that oh i'm doing something i'm doing something well then okay no problem mm-hmm. but i can still improve because i believe the skill you, you have you need to improve you need to you know learn more because the skill the way of writing in in the year 2000 is different from what we write right now exactly understand you need to learn a lot of things keep yourself abreast with you know new technologies new techniques like that so it's very important yeah so that was about that magazine <laughs> but i'm still expecting the third one
0: okay that's actually a very beautiful story. Well done. And it's really impressive. And you actually made a wise choice because that's um, you decided that they publish you, like they publish your work. You're, you're giving credits for your work. It actually exposed you to so many other opportunities. And, you know, this, yes, is, it, yes, yes, yeah. this is also a portfolio. You know, there yeah, sometimes you would actually want to apply for a job or you would actually, a client can ask you, okay, can I see a record of your publication or something? So this is an evidence, yes. you know. They can easily send yes. this to them, like, okay, this is my record of publication. So you actually, it was, so it was actually very So it's important. also
2: important to also have portfolios. It's very, very important yeah. as freelancers. As freelancers very, very. In fact, before you start doing any job for anybody, just try and get something.
3: Okay.
2: Except if the if the except if the, maybe by God's grace, you just said, okay, I like what you put out there. Okay, let me just do something for me. Let me see. Okay. Understand? So whatever whatever anything you just put just keep saving, keep saving, keep saving, keep saving it.
1: Running an online business like freelancing is not very
2: easy. There sometimes you'll
1: be down, mentally down, like lose passion, just feel like giving up. So. What do you do to stay motivated and productive?
2: so I look at what motivated me initially what what motivated me, and have I achieved that so I, I, that's what I do. I don't do anything. I don't do anything mm-hmm. extraordinary. There are times you just feel down, oh, even if the clients are coming, just you know, just feel you feel down. Like, well, let me just let me just sleep a little. Let me just rest a little bit. And there's something about this. Um, maybe you want to rest. You want to take time off. Now you now become uh, complacent. You've decided to you've decided, you've decided to take maybe two or three days break. Now you're not getting you're not you're not getting used to it. Two days, three days, you know. And in your head you're like, okay, ah, I need to do something on Thursday. Okay, let me see. Okay, when I want to get to so Thursday. I'll find something to do. And that Thursday you don't even know what to write because your mind is not even set to do that thing. You understand? I'd be like, okay, let me shift it to Friday. Friday comes, you still don't have anything to do Next week, don't worry, I'll package myself. There and then, if you're not careful, you, find, you see that you lose focus and might even lose interest in what you're doing. So what I do most times is when I find myself, maybe, for example, what I do whenever I write an article, sometimes it takes me three to four days. You know? I have my nine to five. In fact, even one week, Because I have my 95, so I have to I have some deliverables to deliver. So sometimes I I those are long articles, long articles. But if if they are short articles, maybe within two within two days I'm done. So what I do is this in my head, in my mind, I say, okay, I want to write this article. I already
3: have the topic. But how to develop it will not be a problem. You understand? Because I've already taken time off a long
2: time off. So for me to, you know, you can't compare a moving vehicle to one who's just starting. You know, the acceleration will be different. You understand? The acceleration will be different. So at that point in time, I'm just starting to, you know, reboot my brain, trying to, you know, think about, okay, what what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So sometimes you might lose space of what you're doing. You might lose space of what you're doing. So you 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 have to be very careful. You have to be very careful very, very careful, even though you just lose focus. Sometimes I even work when I'm still <laughs> taking break because those times you're taking break, it's even a good time for you to even uh, generate ideas when you're taking time off. Oh, okay, today I don't want to go, I don't want to write anything, I don't want to do anything, I just want to be myself, go to work and you know, just have fun. There's no way you see for what I do. No you you still go out there while you're still playing and doing relaxing, you see these fine ideas that yeah, you should write about. You understand? So that's where Content generation or like ideas comes in, then you need to jot it down. You understand? So when you jot it down, when you jot it down, so when you want to start, so what I do is I just I just I just write the topic. I just write the topic. Then what I saw that time, you understand? Maybe for example, um I see someone buying a food without washing. In my head, I think ah, this thing is bad. Okay, I can actually create something around this. Okay. Ah, and I'm I'm awful. What can I do? can okay, I just jot it down? So I'll jot it down. underneath I might write, it is bad to eat food without washing, all this thing, blah, 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 blah. blah. Just a few lines, maybe two or three lines. So when I'm coming back to write, it's still fresh in my head, in my memory that, okay, yeah, this is what actually happened. You understand know what I'm, I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh in my mind, it's fresh in my mind. So just, so even when I'm still taking breaks, I I, I sometimes I, I still work. But I don't I don't I don't do I don't write articles. But I just write uh, just those ideas.
1: You just said a few things about uh, my next questions. My next question was, how do you get creative? Like, where do you so- source your ideas from? Like, uh, how do you how do you nurture or how do you generate your ideas? So that was that was my question.
2: For content generation, you can get content anywhere and every almost everywhere. You understand? So you can go online. You see, just type. Um, for me now, if I, if I, if I go online, type anything, maybe health. I can just type health and you see different kind of different kind of um, health issues. You understand? And you don't just create health content like that. You create something that is very relevant to people, that people can actually understand, relate with, and connect with. You understand? You don't just create content for creating things because you just want to, you want to have a portfolio. You want to no, create something that people can actually relate to. You, you can even create content on the latest trend. You understand? Write a story, you can write a story then relate it to what you're doing. You understand? Also, I, aside from going online, Google to get content. Anywhere and everywhere I go to, I try to be very vigilant. You know? Even some things that I do myself that I know, this thing, otherwise it's not, not good. Ah! and I can write something about this thing. You understand? I look at people, what they are doing. Oh, this thing. This thing they are doing, okay, I can actually play something about it. So, you need to put your, you need to be, you need to be vigilant. And you can get ideas from anywhere and everywhere. You understand? You see these days, people put hands in their mouth, they put the same hands they you know, used to touch money. And you know, money, it has eating bacteria in it. A lot of you know, meat sellers, fish sellers, you know, it has gone through it has traveled far and wide. And you used to use that hand, put it in your mouth. Later, you say you are coughing.
3: You understand? You touch your face. Later, you say you have acne, you have pimples, you have rashes. You understand? Sometimes you, you
2: eat, some people they prefer to eat than to brush eat in the morning before brushing. And when they do so, they forget to brush before going out. Mm -hmm. That's it. Some people say, ah, they tell tell you, I'm not going out today. I won't take my bath. I'll take it in the night. But when I'm going out, and it's still that same on the way they wear, from morning to evening. And you're telling me you have public lights in your your private part. Why would you have public lights in your private part? Hmm? So all these things that content ideas you can actually get anywhere and everywhere. You know, even for me, I can just look at my neighbor or what they are doing wrong health-wise, or this I can just create content around it. So content is everywhere. And I'm sure Mogulua can actually confirm this. Okay.
0: You're right about that. I mean content is everywhere. And for you that you are even in the health industry. In fact, every point you mentioned this is actually this is like lifestyle, things that happen in real life. Like even at home yes. you don't have your pads until the end of the day. Some wouldn't even have the pads until the following day. You don't push your seats, even, you wake up
2: most, most freelancers are, are oh,
0: of this. yeah we know ourselves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> No, that that's what happens. You know, when you walk at home, like there are some laziness, there are just kind of laziness that are just (laughs) creeping.
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly so you're actually right who they, who they watching <laughs> nobody's
2: looking at me yeah
0: right about that so content is everywhere for your industry i right? think fact you are blessed with a lot of content for the fact that it's about health yes. dieting lifestyle L D A B. so you're even already blessed with a lot of content so but surely we can yes. be creative depending on whatever niche or industry that we are we just have to look around us what is yes. happening
1: what is going wrong throughout your freelancing experience or joining have you dealt with foreign clients before like so, what what do you think about them? Like, um, the whites, the dealing with them as a Nigerian, like you know, there's a stereotype concerning uh us about them. Like, so, what what do you think? Like, what what are your experiences? Okay, this is it. The whites,
2: they don't care about your color when it comes when when it, it comes when, when it comes to you doing something for them, or maybe you collaborating. Do something, or maybe helping you to you know, become a better person. You understand? Know, so they don't look at your your background. They don't look at your you know. They are willing to help. They have this kind of soft hearts. So what they do is this: they focus more on your skills, what you can do, what you can offer. You understand? They don't focus on where you come from, your location, the color of your skin. They are more focused. They are more. They are more. Uh, they lean towards. They lean more towards um, what you can offer them, what you can, what you can do, the skills you have. You understand? Unlike here in Nigeria, you're looking at. How old are you? Uh, what, is your, what is your experience? What who have you worked for? Uh, this that you know recently? Was, okay, when I was starting, I, I this get fit, get fit, um, this get fit.
0: Uh,
2: get fit, NG. Nigeria, get NG. Okay, I, I stumbled upon their this one. Like, okay, well, let me even pitch them. Well, let me see this you know. So I pitched them and the person was like, ah, uh, how many how many this have you worked for? This and that. Okay, so I was out. I, I checked their profile. I saw the issues on their profile, on their, on their, on their. On their this thing. They were more about uh, doing all this promotional. Uh, this thing. And they were more. They looked. What they, were, what they were putting out was more about trying to sell, 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 sell. They were not creating content that you know people can actually relate with and you know connect with and say okay. And yes, free values. And they were and they were they were more focused on using um, celebrities you know, to to push their sales. So and I now ask myself that, okay, aside from, let's, let's even put these celebrities aside. Aside from these celebrities, who are they? Who, what do they stand for? You understand? I ask myself this question. Aside from these celebrities, these, uh, f- uh, what do you call it? Uh, influencers. that are creating content for, What do they stand for? Who are they? You understand? So that was what made me, you know, go to them, send message and, and they replied, uh, whoever I work for, this and that. Uh, uh, okay, what I said is actually true. And okay, what's my price price list? Or I should draw a, a price The person, just, the person that maybe managing the account just read it and just boosted me. Up to date, just boosted me. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Nothing. Up to today, nothing. So I just feel, well, It's one of those things you know you face, but I have to just move ahead. You understand? But if, it's a, if it was a foreign client, a foreign client won't won't tell you, won't even give you that code that uh, response. Understand because their inaction actually meant a lot because maybe the person wasn't satisfied with what I was
3: you know,
2: proposing or something. At least if you're not satisfied, okay, what can we do?
1: I wanted to say something that the mindset I had that helped me navigate um, working with the wise was that I believe that, like you said, they don't care about your color or where you come from, they only care about the results you can achieve. As long as you can yeah, the show them that, yes, I can do this. Like you can, deliver. you can show them. Yeah, you can deliver those results you promised. They're definitely going to take you. The o- sure. the only thing they care about is trusting you that can you do this? And if you can do that and you can show them, then you have no problem. So that's the mindset yes. that helped me navigating those guys. Even though there's different um um stereotype or everything about us, uh Nigerians, scamming and everything. But I think there's a parts, um, there's there's a perception about us also, because everywhere in every country we have the good guys and we have the bad guys. So it's, sure. so we have scammers all over the world in every country, and there are also good sure. guy good guys everywhere. So
3: sure.
1: as long as you can deliver the results and you can show them that you can do it, then you have no problem with them on the final note somewhere. So what advice will you give anybody starting out as a freelance writer? So what would be your, your big advice?
3: Mm, okay.
2: As um, a new, um, maybe new freelancer, someone just starting, I think you need to, um, harness, your mm-hmm. you need to harness your skills. You need to announce know, your skills. Learn more about what you're doing. Understand? You need to learn more. And just maybe, if you learn one, maybe learn a particular this particular skill from this person. Try and you know, also improve on it as well. You need to improve on it. It's very important because what you learn from A might be different from what B will teach you. You know, you are gathering those information, you are gathering those uh, uh, those ideas from people. It's, it's also very important because I didn't get to where I was from just learning from one person. I learned yeah. from different people. You understand? Yeah. So it's very important. Also, um. You need to um, get a social media page and you, know, you can be creating content on a social media page whether it's Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere just focus on one or two social media you want to use then you optimize it when I mean optimization, when I mean optimizing your profile is you know um, making it update it. Uh, with relevant information about what you do and about, um, uh, what I call it now, keywords about what you do as well. Because when someone searches for that, those keywords, they get to find you first. You understand? You get to find. So that's like giving you the a, 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 a upper hand or a kickstart. understand? To help you people to get to see you. You know, like, for example, in LinkedIn, you see uh, social purchase search for you. Some people search for you. 100 people search for you. You understand? That's because of the keywords you've put there. People are actually searching for. People are seeing you. People are noticing you. So it's very, it's very important to to um, to optimize your profile, optimize it, and ensure that uh, people get to see you. Then the next one is um, uh, do, do, don't always foc- don't focus on um, only the content you create to get clients. You can also do a reach out, you know, reach out to people. Don't wait. I expecting okay. I've created so many content. At least people are supposed to read and reach out to you, and yeah, but I'm not seeing those results. You know, this year just ensure that you reach out to more people. You no, know, there, there are some people, and let me tell you, you need to create content about you know, when you create content, create content that you know that makes people aware of the of the problems they have.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, create content about you know so there's some set of people that they are aware of the problem they have. I'm sorry, they're not aware of the problem they have.
3: Yeah. Them, we, you know,
2: create, no. yes, create them. Make make them to see that oh, this is a problem. For example, if you don't know how to save, mm-hmm. so if you don't know, it's a problem. It's if you, uh, my money? I can eat it anytime I like. I can buy anything. That's the pro- make them see that okay, this thing, this thing you're doing is a problem. So once they see that it's a problem, now you now so you now create solutions for them. No, this is this is what you can do. This is what you can do. That now for there are some set of some other sets of people that are they are aware of the problem, but they don't have the solution. They don't know the solution. So you create content around those solutions, you know? Those problem and solution. So those type of people can have solutions to that problem. And there are some people that they have the solution, they have the problem, and they have the problem and they know the solution, but they don't want to take that step. You understand? So that's where creating content around, you know, those problems and solutions. Maybe, like, crafting a story around it, you know? And when you craft so, you know, stories are easily related. People yeah. can actually relate to it. Yeah. You yeah, know? Maybe, you can, maybe someone, yeah. someone would... Don't, who do not know how to, who do, who does not save who do not have savings and you can create content and maybe someone um, not having enough finances and there was this opportunity that he was supposed to you know hop on, but he lost he lost the opportunity because he could not afford just twenty thousand naira. But if he had saved, at least he would have been able to do what? afford that and make use of that opportunity.
0: Yeah right yeah, about that storytelling technique. I think it actually works very well for, you know, for marketing purpose and for content. Storytelling actually says a lot. In fact it speaks to all the audience. It speaks to all the audience. Um, and yeah, for those who are aware of the problem and solution. For those who are aware of the problem but don't have a solution, for those who are aware of the um of the problem and they have a solution but they- not ready to take a step so when a story is told around that area everybody you know every everybody um connects with that story. Everybody connects with that story because it is true. Anything can happen anyhow. I think I remember someone who, who told the story, who used that storytelling technique. One, insurance. We have so many insurance advisors on, link, on LinkedIn anyways. But a particular insurance advisor is the storytelling technique about the man who died. And But before he died, he didn't do the life insurance stuff and some other things like that. And then at the end of the day, when the man died, there was no benefits for the family at all. So there were so many stories, so many things surrounding that particular story when, when she posted that content because it was like, oh, okay, this person was a of this insurance but they didn't do it, you know, and then now that person is dead and there's no benefit at all for the family. Everybody yes. is just on their own.
2: Yes. So aside from reaching out to people, you also um, um network network with people, fellow freelancers, because sometimes some, some other freelancers are sometimes overwhelmed that instead of that they that they turn down lots of gigs, lots of um, um lots of gigs. So so once you reach out to people, you know, you socialize, you relate to people. So instead of them turning those gigs down, they can say, "Oh, I have uh, Andrew. Andrew is Andrew does this thing, okay? Or we'll Goluah, she can do this thing. Let me just let me reach out to her, okay? i um, Andrew. Please, I have so this so, so person, um, actually the person wants this thing to be delivered, uh, maybe in the next next two days. Um, so please, can you do this thing? And say, so, "Oh, Andrew, say, oh yeah, 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 I can do this thing. Okay, um, how much is involved? Okay, this, okay, how do we do the this thing? Blah, 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 okay, they can now decide on that, but." Due to you socializing, networking with other freelancers, you know, they get to you know give you gigs. They get to you know tell you, okay, this thing, you know, I'm sure you must have get uh, you must have gotten referrals from people. Oh, meet this person, meet this person, meet, meet Golua, she will do this. Meet uh, Andrew, she will, he will, he will do this. I, I do that a lot. When it comes to this thing, okay, ah, uh, meet this person. This person is good. Ah,
3: uh, no, 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 meet the person.
2: He or she will do this thing for you very well. And that's it. So. you Imagine those people, I don't know them, i have not, not connected with them, or they have not connected with me, we, we are not uh, talking or this. Thing. Uh, you know that, I, I won't search so, so this, I'll just turn it down, well, I'm not interested, let me, and the person will go to another, meet another person. So it's good to actually socialize too, meet people. And as a newbie, you need to do what, have a portfolio, it's very important. Have a portfolio, it's very, very important. Very, very important. So, um, also, you keep your uh, client's testimonials. So When your customer tells you, your client tells you, oh, You've done a good job. I love what you do. I do this. I do that. Even the ones that say, "Oh, you've not done a good job. You've not done this." You know, it's part of the job. too. You can't get everybody. Everybody can say, "Oh, you at yeah, least." But everybody 90, can be satisfied. 90, you know? Yes, everyone can be At least ninety or ninety-eight percent of, or ninety-five percent of people will tell you, "Oh, you're doing a good job." So those people that says, "You're doing a good job. You've done this. You've done that." They're telling you how they felt after you know you finished that their job. You know, note it down. Record it down somewhere. You know, maybe you screenshot it or just just keep saving it. Back it up on your, on your system or somewhere. On your Google Drive. Or your cloud. Anyway, let's back it up, save it. And those ones that said uh, no, you didn't do this, you didn't save it as well. You know, for future reference, it's very important. So that's that.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Samuel. You have you have really you really dealt with this topic, and I want to believe that everybody who has listened to this podcast has got to immense value, like very deep value. So you've actually given new freelance writers a lot of tips. You've taught them that they should do outreach. They should connect with people. They should also network. Networking is very important. You don't know who can help you. You don't know who can refer you or recommend you for a job. And then, of course, we should have a portfolio. A portfolio would um, give us, we give a prospective client details of our work. And of course, we should also have our testimonials recorded. So I want to believe that everybody who has listened to this particular podcast till now has gotten serious value. I mean, you've already learned um, tips and Strategies on how you can market yourself as a freelance writer, and now you can increase your visibility. I mean, that's um, that decision you took about the mag- magazine, it's really helped in increasing your visibility. So, this is something that all freelance writers should embrace. If an opportunity like that comes, they should be able to, you know um get the they should be able to be recognized for their work. They should take the credit if there's an opportunity for you to take the credit for your work. I I want to implore all finance writers to take advantage of that and not just look at the money but look at the recognition that it will bring when you know when people recognize you for your work. So I want to believe that everyone who has listened to this podcast has gotten value. If you have listened to the end, thank you so much for getting to the end of this podcast. Samuel, thank you so much for um, answering us when we called. We are glad to have you on this show. We are very glad to have you and thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. So um, we'll be rounding up very soon. Yeah, we'll be up very soon. If anyone has any questions concerning the podcast, please feel free to um, send in your um, send in your questions or replies on our page we'll listen to you. You can also send me a DM. I'm Golu on LinkedIn. Andrea, is Andrea on LinkedIn. And you if you have a special question for our guest, you can also contact him on LinkedIn. He is Samuel Uluishol on LinkedIn. And he's an expert in the health industry. So if you're also listening to this and you also have um experience in the health industry, you have some questions, you want to start writing in the health, in the health niche, then please feel free to reach out to our speaker today. Um, Once again, thank you so much for um, listening to the end of this podcast. We really appreciate you. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.